Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Hey, everybody, it's the Best of Dermot and Dave uh, Podcast. Hi, um, we're here with the team. Uh, we've got Carl. Where's Dermot? He's off doing. He's a meeting. Whatever, yeah. whatever Dermot. No one knows what Dermot does. No. He's Dermot gone off to do something. Emer's here. Hello. And Marie's back. Yay! I am so freaking tired. Yeah, end of the week. Yeah. First first week back. Yeah. Wrecked? So wrecked. Like biggest bags under my eyes ever. My kids sleep. So this getting up for work lark is not a norm. <laughs> well, you were getting lions or lions yeah. on your maternity leave. Yeah. What time what? are you getting up at? Yeah. Like maybe half seven, eight o'clock. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Did you, did you oh, ever man. wake up naturally? Or are you always kind of awoken by either an alarm or a child? It's a mix. Oh, so you do sometimes wake up naturally? Yeah. That's yeah, sometimes dream. I wake up at half seven and Reen's still asleep and I look at the monitor and Fia's still passed out and I'm like, oh my God. And you know these people that get up and they go, then I had a cup of coffee in peace. <laughs> go back to sleep until they do wake you up. Yeah. That's what I do. I had a cup of coffee while everybody was asleep. I had a cup of coffee. I journaled. Yeah. Um, I went for a walk and I came back. Yeah. Made morning <laughs> meditation <laughs> and went for a quick sea swim. Yeah, it's fine. No, guys. Go back to sleep Maria until they do wake Eden you up. Maria drove to yeah. the sea. Had a swim. Came back. Rhea and cooked breakfast. <laughs> yeah, my kids were left on their own. Not <laughs> met her at the door with a stack of pancakes. <laughs> Come on in, mommy. Take off the dry robe. Everything's fine. But are you feeling like, are you happy to be back in the mix of like work and office Definitely. and life and yeah. all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I am. It's like, it's definitely a juggle to be like a full-time mammy and a full-time worker. Mm, mm. There's only one full-time. Yeah. You don't full-time show minutes. mammy, to use your official title. Full-time show mammy and full-time home mammy. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've said it before, yeah, so just bring the kids in. It, it can't be any noisier or louder than it already is. Do you want is. to bet? Yeah, honestly. My 10-month-old would give Mariah Carey a run for her money. <laughs> She constantly tries to beat her best high note. Oh, wow. Unreal. Amazing. Oh, she's phenomenal. She's going to make me millions. <laughs> I know. We'll bring her in, start training her up, and then we'll get Simon Cowell on as a guest. There you oh, go. Yeah. I'll be like, have you heard this superstar child? Like, let's give her like three, four months. I look, like she has to be over a year. I think, yeah, so Simon we go, Cowell she's like 14, 15 months, yeah. whatever that is in years. And, he, and then we'll just get her off, like, give her a little dig and get her yeah. screaming and then... Next thing you know, we have our own TV show and we're all millionaires. I don't know why I'm including myself in your family. <laughs> you will have to drop my baby, idea. our baby, you know. You will have same. to drop the DH from her name for a UK audience. Yeah. No, does that not make her exotic? No. I put in it's an Irish name. Say feed or feed. something. Feed. I, I like that yeah. singer, but I don't know. It's the name Feed. <laughs> we I don't could. know. Feed. Actually, <laughs> actually, after I gave birth and sent word to work, our boss, James. An, an Englishman. Is an Englishman. And I texted him and I said, this is uh, my new Sean really It's the best of doing day podcast. Sean's <laughs> least favourite part of the week. It's, I don't work on the show anymore. It's Maria's Thank first. God. I work for News Talk. Stop Who taking are our you? secrets. I work for Take News him out of the studio. Get him I want to be the cool guy Alexa, the play News Talk. No, <laughs> get out of the studio. Alexa, stop. Alexa, yeah. play Today FM. Chris is waiting for us outside. Yes, I do have a meeting. Okay, we we'll very quickly finish oh, the fear story. So you send it to the jail. Play Alexa, news talk. <laughs> Play Alexa, news talk. Yeah, I, 
I see. So yeah, so I sent him a picture and I said, you know, all good. He said, what's the name? And I said, Fia. But obviously this is all over text. Yeah. So F-I-A-D-H. And I had already sent him or I father A-N. And he was like, another name, like another name <laughs> that I have no idea <laughs> how to pronounce. So I already get given out it for her name. I wonder how he comes with Quishock, our newsreader. Um, I, mean, I would love to see him write that down. Well, recently Sife. I realised that he always calls me Eames, which would be what, well, as a team, as you a would team all call team, yeah. Eames. And I was like, that's cute. And I went, oh, it's just because you can't pronounce it. It's so much easier to go with Eames. Sean Reed. Okay, Sean. So, uh, hey, should we see you? We'll see you in the pub. We'll have, we'll have a bit of crack tonight now and say goodbye. Oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's finish this so I can go for points. All right, best of Dermot Dave podcast. Uh, lots of stuff in there. Obviously, Maria coming back is important. I had something in my house that's keeping me awake at night. It's an absolute nightmare. And there's probably other stuff, but I can't remember. Deli Ganders. Deli Ganders. Best Deli Ganders. And Sean Deli left. Bye. Is today FM. Maria Devereaux's back again. I know. I was on the way in. I was singing. You know, uh, Britney Spears work. Oh. Work. <laughs> Work, work. Every step I took closer well, to the office. How did it feel then? As men, we really have no idea, no concept of what it's like to be going back to work after maternity leave. Uh, the mam guilt kicked in really strong. Where? This and when? Morning. Just in general, not in the car. Walking out the door this morning. Okay. I was like, don't cry. Don't cry. I love you, babies. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> They're both still asleep, obviously. Okay, well, that's good um, at that time of the morning. Yeah. So yeah. Fia is how old now? She's 10 months. 10 months, okay. And Rian is? Fierce. Uh, Rian is five. And Mikey? Mikey is 11. 11, okay, yeah. right. So, leaving the two mm-hmm. smallies behind yeah. today. Yeah. Like, how were you feeling on the run up to this? Were you doing things differently as you got closer to Tuesday the 6th of June? Uh, do you know what? I <laughs> I got a bit of kind of purpose back. Do you know that kind right. of way? Like, I know, obviously, you're there. You're looking after your kids. You love them to bits. But a bit of something that I do myself for me mm. kind of was was coming back yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had excitement, yeah. definitely. But it, it's I'm here now to stay, and I'm like, oh, do I really have to get up at this time again? I, know, I was going to say, when the alarm went off, pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I know you go to all that work of getting them to sleep properly yeah. through the night, and then, and then, I have to set then my alarm. Can't, can't even enjoy it. Yeah, about, five this morning. What about the work part? Because obviously, like as you said, you're, you're starting. You know, you're feeling this little bit of purpose coming back now yeah. in, diff- in a different kind of purpose, I suppose, yeah. than what you've been doing for the last year. But what about like coming back in to, to work with us? And and are you feeling? Dave, do you want me to tell you I love you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 I, mean, I miss you guys. Are you feeling kind of, you know, we know you miss us and we know you're glad to be back from that point of view. What yeah. about, like, does the work thing ever creep into your mind and go, how do I do that bit again? You know what I mean? Uh, only this morning when, when we mentioned a competition that we're running today and it dawned on me, oh my God, I've no idea what that is. <laughs> so I had to go to our boss and go, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Do we get a caller on air or? Now you know what it's like to be me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly going to the boss going, we're doing what? what is, where, where are we? But I remember, Dave, you telling me years ago when you had your second, mm. Sam, that going from one baby to two babies was no joke. No, it was And the you were hearts. not lying. Because I, I then went from two to four when we had the twins. Yeah. That was easier than going from one to two. One to two, no joke. Oh, it's so insane. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever warns you about that either. They don't. And you know what? Like... 
the second baby is always that little bit crazier than the first baby. <laughs> yeah. So then it makes it even Wow, because Rain's pretty crazy. So you think Fee is a little bit crazier than Rain? <laughs> yeah. That is saying something. How is she going to get on now without Mammy today, do you think? Oh, she has Nana. Okay, so, she's yeah, Nana there. She's loving life, I'd say. And Rain's in school. Rean's in school now. He's yeah, coming up to the end of junior infants. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. We should give a shout out to the silent, underappreciated, underpaid Nana Army out there. Oh yeah. Who are picking up the childcare slack. <laughs> yeah. For people like Maria and uh, all across the country. Yeah. I thought you were building up to we should give a shout out to the underappreciated, uh, unnamed men in the relationship. <laughs> Johnny. How's Johnny getting on? <laughs> oh, Johnny's great. Is he good? Is yeah. he good? Is, okay, yeah. would you come back? Oh, he, he can't believe he has a daughter still. Really? Yeah, because obviously later. he has two sons. Mm. And we were kind of thinking, well, this will probably be another boy. And then you just kind of throw him into the mix with the other two. <laughs> but it's a whole different kettle of fish when you have a girl then. Mm. So he's like, oh my God. So he keeps going, oh, don't do that, Rhea. No, 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 Mikey, stop that. Fia, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> like you, you can't do that. <laughs> welcome back, Maria, says the text company. It's Thank been you. a year already. It wasn't the same without you. Uh, welcome, Maria. I missed your laughter. Yes, no. Maria's cheeky laugh is back and it'll be back on full display at 11 o'clock when I rum, ram some bad jokes. At her. Oh, it won't. It's not going to be. Groaning, the groaning, the constant judgment. The giving out. Back to normal, right? Yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, any thoughts from Maria you can let us know on 087 4100 have you gone through something similar have you gone back to work after maternity leave or a big break I have a handbag to myself now (laughs) there's no nappies or like fruit shoots or there's nothing nothing belongs to anyone else in my handbag that is impressive oh mine this is today FM our producer Maria is back after maternity leave Uh, Sean is still here hi Sean hello this is about Maria not me this is about Maria not Sean don't worry in fact we now know according to Nedzer why Marie has actually come back? I'll go away. Marie is only delighted to be back for the power. That power over ye. She's away from her <laughs> children who won't listen to her. But the two bigger children who won't listen either. But no. there's power. She came to work for power. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the right place. She's definitely got the power over the two of us. That's for sure. Uh, thanks for putting the crap up me, lads. I'm going from one to two in the next few weeks as an expectant parent. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm sorry. But it's, as we've said, it's the thing no one ever tells oh, listen, you. Listen, you'll be fine. No. You'll be fine. It'll be terrible. No, it'll be, it'll be grand. But seriously, uh, it is hard. Deirdre Indrahad has been on to us as well. Delighted to hear Maria talking about coming back from maternity leave and the mom guilt. I'm back to work in four weeks and crying on the inside at the thought of it. No. Oh, it is hard. It is. But look, you're back in the evenings. It's not like, you know. Yeah. You're gone for. Unless you work evenings. <laughs> yeah. We're not even there in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Maria has been on. Welcome back, Maria. Watch out for the hot drinks once you get back. I returned from mat leave and nearly scalded the mouth off myself because I was so not used to hot drinks, hot tea, hot coffee. It was always cold. Where's Mammy's coffee? In the microwave. Have a good day. Bye. That's really good advice, actually. Yeah. yeah. You will be able to just drink steaming hot cups of whatever. No, I actually can't log into anything. Can't remember passwords for anything. Oh, no. It's taken me till now to get into my work email. Now I can't get into my Gmail. Here's a little tip for you. It works for me. Password one, two, three. <laughs> for everything. Oh, but with a capital P. Yeah. Hey, come on. Oh, so they won't guess off it. the Russian hackers. Uh, Tommy's been, been on. doing with the capital P. <laughs> <laughs> suspected it. Tommy's been on after my weekend. Morning, Dave. Uh, congratulations to Man City. I'm sure you're going to say on the radio this morning. I'm beating United FA Cup. Great game. Great result. Up to City. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, went to the match. It was a good experience. 
The FA Cup finals are special. They're spectacular things to be a fan at. They're amazing. The atmosphere is unreal. If you allow your opponents to score uh, the quickest FA Cup goal in the history of FA Cup finals after 13 seconds, it tends to deflate the atmosphere a little bit. <laughs> we did bring it back, though, I have to say. And by the time the penalty went in, the stand was buzzing again. Look, an amazing experience. Yes, not the result we wanted, but we're all forced to enter this week, lads. All the United fans, anyway, hoping that Inter will beat them in the uh, Champions League final at the weekend. And they won't do this historic treble and be able to say they did the same thing that United did in 1999. Because God knows, that's all we have right now. <laughs> Terminal Dave. Playing the music you know. We had a big meeting of minds over the weekend at the yeah. Lumineers gig. Because yeah. last week on the show we were talking about, you know, the awkwardness sometimes of introducing one group of friends to another group of friends and particularly old school buddies yeah. to maybe more recent friends and the stress that that can cause and our Cahal was feeling the stress ahead of Friday night because he was going to a gig with our Sean but also Tony <laughs> <laughs> who is one of his oldest friends from Cashel yeah there's a text in says let's have the Sean and Tony get on on Friday so I wonder who we talk to first maybe we talk to Sean no, and I see. think you should chat to Carl first because Tony's not in the room. So he can tell you what Tony said about me. I regret saying anything because it just made it more awkward and everyone else focused in on it. And Tony heard that you were stressed. Yeah, because he, he's home, sure. He's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he okay, and he oh, thought it was weird as well. Overall, did you get on well, Sean and Tony? Well, I liked Tony. Yeah, <laughs> Tony liked Sean. Sean they Carl. did, they did, Tony. And Tony liked Sean. There you go. They actually, they hung around more than okay. I hung around with either of them myself and Tony found a common ground of our love for country music oh wow and we were talking about some of our favourite country artists like um, Luke, uh, Luke, <laughs> Luke Holmes Zach Bryan and then we were talking about that we might go to a gig together before Christmas <laughs> wow <laughs> Carl won't like that lads he's been elbowed yeah. out no they can have their country music I was I was okay with that <laughs> it was very funny though at one stage Carl was talking to his girlfriend Claire at the table and then I started talking to Tony but you could tell that Carl wasn't listening to what Claire was saying. He was too busy trying to hear what me and Tony were saying to each other. <laughs> a successful friendship has born, been born, though. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Yeah. It was just—it was a bit weird. Okay, do you think it would have been weird if you di- if you if you didn't talk about it on the radio? Yeah, I it would have would have been more normal. I think if I didn't flag it, I think Sean went to the gig with the, with the thought in his mind that I was awkward from the start. <laughs> So everyone was kind of side-eyeing each other when they were conversing with the other person. There's a lot going on. It was a great gig, though. Yeah, Lumineers, good crack. Class. And then, Sean, you were forbidden food over the weekend. You did, like, a festival as well? Yeah, I was about to see Annie Mack, legendary DJ, on Saturday night. Brilliant. Yeah. Busy boys. Yeah, busy weekends all around. Great to be young, you know. (laughs) You were flying jet enough. I was, after the FA Cup final and... Bit of disappointment. Five guys soon knocked that out of me. It felt fine after that, after yeah. the match. And then spent the day wandering around London in uh, guitar shops and sneaker stores. So I actually could have been happier, to be honest with you. Living our best lives. That's what it's all about. You can come away with me and Tony soon. Yeah. Crazy times in golf. Didn't think this would actually happen. I know. After years and decades of being called boring, now this sport is just offering us so many headlines, particularly in the last 24 hours. You know, and part of you thinks, this should be a TV show. Actually, it will be a TV show because uh, the people who did the uh, F1 Drive to Survive... Oh, they're doing the golf. Yeah, and did the... um, Full swing uh, golf show. Uh, they are actually filming a new series at the moment. So all of this has been caught on camera, and that's very, very exciting. 
So we're going to get the inside reactions to all of this. But just to bring you up to speed, uh, you probably may have heard of something called the Live Golf Tour. And this was a Saudi-backed golf tour, basically, organization that went to rival the main golf tour where all the professionals play that we would know household names like Boric Harrington and Rory McIlroy and all these wonderful people, the PGA Tour. So right. the PGA Tour were waving angry fists going, you can't do this with your dirty Saudi money. How mm. dare you ruin the purity of our game <laughs> and steal away a lot of our major players, which they did by yeah. offering them vulgar amounts of money, which they left <laughs> at correctly and, I and ran say. willingly. And then, of course, Rory McIlroy came out as the main uh, I guess he went to war for the PGA. He was seen as the protector of golf, of the essence of golf, of the purity of golf, um, even if it is played by 99.9% white men. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, he literally went to war for them. He went out and became their talisman and he fought live on all angles. He was in the media. He didn't shy away from any. He had friends and relationships that broke down in golf because uh, those were the people who took this filthy lucre and went off to the opposition and now we hear in the last 24 hours oh that um, it seems like you know when money's involved principles suddenly fade away into the background and Jay Monahan, PGA Tour Commissioner has said after two years of disruption and distraction this is a historic day for the game we all know and love um, yes funny how that happens when you so, all get together yeah so so the live tour was a rival but now the Live Tour, the PGA Tour, and something called the DP World Tour, they're all are they all coming together? Uh, yes. Well, the Live Tour is going to disappear. Uh, oh. Do you know who can explain it very well? Uh, is a former caddy on the European Tour. Um, my first friend, we went to play school together <laughs> and played junior golf in Limerick for many, many years. Uh, but he's always across this stuff, and I love to get his take. His name is Ed, also known as Beans. Hello, Beans. Hello, Dermot. <laughs> Listen, people want to hear about golf. It's remarkable. <laughs> Finally. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, it's great. People are ringing and things. People have rung me for years. <laughs> well, Ed, Ed, I, as you know, I'm Dave, and I, I do not follow golf. I don't understand any of this. So can you please break it down for anyone who feels like me this morning going, why are the golfers so <laughs> excited or appalled by all this stuff? They're not appalled. They're just bemused. I think everyone's bemused because the scale of the money when this was announced back about, it's about a year ago now. It is a year ago, actually. And just people like Harold Varner III and our own Seamus Farrer were being offered such extravagant sums of money that you could literally buy any any house in Ireland, you could buy any uh, kind of golf course in Ireland uh, with the money they were being offered. And people didn't know their names, but they were being offered this money to defect onto this Saudi Live Tour because the Saudi PIF, which is the Public Investment Fund, they've just unlimited money. They've $620 billion in the bank, and it has to be spent. The Crown Prince <laughs> has said that. So, like, when Seamus Power is looking for, you know, $22 million, they're going, and... You know, we'll fly. Your family are going to fly in a private jet as well, obviously. Right, obviously, obviously, yeah, and your caddy's family too. Yeah, sure. And so this has been going on for a year. It should be said that Seamus said no to the money because he the the ruling was at the time that if you did defect this tour, you wouldn't be able to play in the Ryder Cup. And this was always one of his dreams, as it is for many golfers. So he said, "No, I don't want your twenty-two million." 
And now but Pots and the rest of the boys went, oh, I'll take it. I don't mind losing out a Ryder Cup. Okay, well, so... That, uh, the hardest thing for Seamus was that he had he had become really good mates with Rory and played his practice rounds with him. So he had McElroy in his ear giving him daggers and giving Shane Lowry daggers and boring. Everyone daggers like, don't you dare leave me! <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the kingpin of this. Like I'm the guy who's leading the charge for the PGA Tour. So the Irish certainly aren't going, no matter who. Else okay, so Ed, so what happened then yesterday that has changed the face of this whole scenario? So basically, the PGA tried to match Live in terms of prize money and all that over the past few months, and their accountants came along and said, "Listen, you're going to be out of money in six months. You can't match the Saudis." Right. So, so they these clandestine meetings went on between the Saudis and this guy Jim Monahan, and yeah, he just accepted everything the Saudis said. Now, I don't doubt he's getting some lovely payoff himself for this. But Greg Norman, the famous Greg Norman, who was the headline man for Liv, wasn't told about this either. He was just kicked out as well. So it all happened very quickly between two men, the the Saudi uh, guy who's in charge of the investment fund and Jay Monaghan. And now the players are finding out and everyone's finding out. And it's just mad. Yeah, wasn't Colin, um, what's his name, Colin? Colin Marikawa, who tweeted, he's a former ma- major winner, and he tweeted, nice to find out news on Twitter. So it's not exactly. like they, you know, went and made sure everyone got an email about this before it went public. Well, if I can put it in Dave terms, it is literally like Man City just announced that we are buying Man United. And we are, <laughs> we are just, we're just, just taking them. And Alex Ferguson coming out and going, this is what we've always wanted. It's great for the game. <laughs> super. So will there be like a PGA tour and a, a, a Euro- European tour, which is confusingly sponsored by a company called DP World, which makes it sound like a world tour. Um, but that, will, all the, will it all just be one thing now or is it going to still be the separate entities but just no mention of live well yeah um the big problem with golf and it's always been the problem is it has no fifa so it has no ioc it has no world governing body so you can't actually buy the component parts you can just buy them up for anyone who has the money so there's no regulator there to say you can't do this you can't do that so the Saudis have come in and said, we'll be having all of that. And they've bought up everything. They've bought golf, except women's golf. We don't want, the Saudis don't want to buy that. <laughs> Saudis don't want to be yeah, with women's golf. How could they? Interesting. Um, there, there had been rumours that there would be a women's live tour, but then the Saudis looked at that and had a giggle. So, so, so uh, for someone like Dermot and someone like yourself, Ed, who are, you know, golf nuts, play golf, yeah. watch golf, love golf, will this change what's on offer from Sky Sports Golf or, you know, like, will you see more golf, less golf? What does it mean? It'll become very much like Formula One where you have the exact same people every week, the top, like the top 10 or 20, always against each other each week and then you'll have local broadcasters like the Irish, like RTE showing the Irish Open but that'll have like Finnish players and Estonians and all that kind of thing. It'll be, it'll just be like a world tour, like any other, you know, like the Champions League. You really lose interest in Bournemouth if you're only watching the Champions League. You know, you're, you're, it's a similar thing in golf. It's just, it's, it's. Everyone wants to see the best guys play against each other every every well, few weeks. You can see the Saudis flexing their muscles. So they've bought Newcastle. 
Uh, they've yeah. now signed Cristiano Ronaldo last or, or at Christmas time. They've now signed Karim Benzema from Real Madrid. And Golo Kante looks like he's gone over there. Yeah. Uh, and there's talks between Messi's father and the head of the PIF, the public fund or whatever it is, uh, to try and get Messi over for the last two years of his career at half a billion euro a year wages. So, I mean, like, they're definitely, as you said, under pressure to spend the money and they're willing to spend it. Mm. What sport can we invent that we can attract the Saudis is my question. Yeah. Well, invent hurling. We have it. We need Saudi-backed hurling. Yeah. It has no world championship. It has no contributors. Basically, what the Saudis are also going to do is buy things like the Champions League final and all those kind of things. So I expect to see that in the next few years as well. Right. They're going to buy the, super, the first Super Bowl held in Saudi Arabia could be could happen as well. They, they've unlimited funds and they've unlimited ambition ambition and there's nobody on earth who can't be bought there really is especially in sport that god i mean messi going for half a billion he's hardly going to say no on some weird principle that, <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't think so <laughs> yeah uh, okay ed listen we could talk to you all day about it but it's golf so we've got to shut up uh, come here <laughs> thanks a million for joining us and filling us in i feel a little bit more informed now that's really helpful thanks ed most welcome <laughs> bye bye bye, bye. Uh, what do you think? Are you a golfer like Dermot? Are you sad or happy or does it matter at all the fact that you're playing golf at the weekend? It just seems to be the same narrative across all sports. When the Saudi money comes in, there's uproar, there's principles, there's how could you and then with a little bit of time and a few secret meetings, suddenly it just is accepted and, and we move on to the next time they try and buy another part of sports. <laughs> this is Today FM. A scandal up in the kitchen there a few minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, when uh, Carl confessed <laughs> he, you know the way people write on their, their names on their food and yeah, work yeah, to stop yeah. other people taking them but you know sometimes I can come across as a bit kind of passive aggressive yeah, whatever. Yeah, a little bit. so uh, Sean just discovered that Carl has been writing Sean's name oh, <laughs> on wow. his food so I'm going like do not touch Sean Reedy <laughs> <laughs> did the job that is nasty <laughs> what a good so now, prank everyone thinks Sean is a fridge Nazi <laughs> that is a good prank here lads I'm knackered I went to bed last night I'd been putting together a mini leagues tournament for the under nine girls all evening long didn't even get to see West Ham in the Europa Conference League final. anyway just fell into bed whatever and my twin daughters made their confirmation at the start of May and they obviously still are the richest people around they have money and nowhere to spend it so they were taken to Smith's yesterday to buy some mm. stuff and it was one of those things where my wife had to bite her lip because it's their money so like yeah. no you, know, you definitely need a, some kind of a small squashy dog filled with sand uh, you definitely need that <laughs> yes take it whatever you have anyway they came back with lots of bits and my daughter Anna brought back a Tamagotchi Remember that? Oh, wow, yeah. So it's a little, like, on a key ring, a little kind of orange LED screen. By the way, technology has, they've embraced the 90s because it's still, like... Well, it hasn't gotten any ca- better. No, it's calculator, like, screen quality, yeah. right? The kids just love blocky graphics. Yeah. Uh, you have to choose the type of animal your Tamagotchi will be. Oh, that was never a thing. Yeah, you can have loads of different animals now. Okay. You also choose the name. There's a certain a set, a bank of names, whatever. The reason I know this is because she went, Daddy, how does this work? And then went off with her other toys <laughs> and left me with the world's smallest typed instructions. I would say it genuinely was in font one. 
You know that size of a font? Uh, you know, yeah, I, can, I can't cope with that. So I have to shine the torch on my phone and get really close and I can eventually see it. <laughs> and the symbols are just this little pixelated whatever, both on the instructions and on the Tamagotchi. That doesn't even do me anymore. I have to take a picture and then look at the and picture zoom. and zoom in. Oh, wow. That's clever. I yeah, try and do, do that. that if I'm, you know, if I'm waiting on a bus or something and it's in traffic and I can't see. Oh, what the thing is. And then I zoom. Oh, and then you can see which one's coming up the road. Yeah. Y'all should wear glasses. Anyway. <laughs> we, uh, I do. That's the worrying part. <laughs> I got to the point where I created Bob the Frog is what she wanted, right? And I told her, like, you have to look after it and feed it and do whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone went to bed. I was zonked out. It was probably 40 minutes after I'd gone to sleep, so I was properly asleep. And then I just hear, like, I was like, What's that? There's nothing for a minute. That was weird. I was like, Oh, Jesus. And then it was like, No one else was getting up. And this kept happening for about like a minute every 15 seconds of going. So after the fourth or fifth time, I went downstairs and I found the Tamagotchi right beside her. On her bedside locker, she's like snoring asleep, cannot hear the cries of the Tamagotchi. So I took it out into a, a spare room, turned the light on, had a look at what was going on, and it wanted to do a poo. So I had to like go into the menu system, find go to the toilet button, <laughs> press it, and then it went, <laughs> like, thank you, I'm, I am relieved. So I put it back down and went, oh, jeez, Ryan, go back to bed. 40 minutes later. No, no, <laughs> this time I knew what it was. I knew no one else was getting up. So By I time I got you, has the runs. <laughs> no, this time he wanted me to put him to bed. Like he's not capable of going to sleep on going his own. To bed. I have to like effectively like a small child. I don't know. Feed, burp, change, nappy, do buttons all over the place. And eventually he went. <laughs> and I'm going to sleep now. The graphic is whatever. <laughs> and then as I was, I got annoyed him. Then I said, right, I'm going to put him downstairs in the kitchen. And on the way down, <laughs> it was dark. I don't know. I don't know if it can sense darkness or whatever. But it went, and I checked the menu on the little sheet and it said, he's scared of a monster. <laughs> the time I got, she was scared of a monster. Yeah. At that point, I didn't go into the menu system. See how scared he is of being flung over the neighbor's wall. <laughs> see how that affects him. I put him into the pots and pans press in the kitchen and just shut the door and went back up to bed. And I don't know... Whether he made any more noise during the night, I didn't hear him because he was two floors down. And Wasn't the thing the with Tamagotchis if if you let it die, then the toy was that was finished. No, 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 you, no, no, you bring it back to like you yeah, could. you start again. But but when you start, it's it's a tiny little baby animal. Yeah, so you, oh, you get okay. scores and then it grows, of grows, like grows. how much? Yeah, how much it's eaten? How many gold yeah. points is a new thing? I didn't know that before. You get for teaching it how to do tricks or whatever. Yeah. You can you can educate it. Anyway, I've learned all this yesterday. Also had an unbelievable battery life. Yeah. Well, this thing, I was, I was tempted to get a screwdriver to it last night and remove the battery, but uh, that didn't happen. I'm pretty sure we have those. They're called children. <laughs> I keep feeding them, putting them in the toilet. Endless battery life. What's your high score on your child? <laughs> how many gold points have you got? It's so annoying. Anyway, I don't know. I have to teach her how you to get if, it to bed. If Bob the Frog made it through the night, no, I've no the pots idea. And pans. He could be, he could be dead in the pots. That and was pans. A, a brave move as well because <laughs> the pots and pans could have worked as. Oh, like in a megaphone style. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't put him in a pan. That definitely would have happened, yeah. It was just, it was just a terrible night's sleep. It does remind me of a time I remember getting woken up by the sound of, of my kids' toys, but it was just like they were like balls and things that were rolling around the... We could hear them rolling like on the on wooden their own. floor. 
Yeah, so we, I'd go down, then there was nothing. I was like, what the hell is that? Go back to bed, then more like... <laughs> this fire engine, like, that's been clearly rolled across the floor. And I was oh, like... Terrifying. What is what is happening? I don't, Everything was turned off, but how are these things with no batteries yeah. rolling around? This went on for nights. Same thing. The fire engine's up again. Balls rolling around. Eventually, then an umbrella fell over. And I was like, what is going I on? I would be pinned to That is like a proper horror movie. Yeah. It's okay. We finally got to the bottom of it. All it was, was a rat. <laughs> it was a rat in our yes. house who was coming out at night and playing, playing with, toys. with toys. That's actually quite cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apart from the disease and obviously all yeah, the other so festering We were filth. hoping it was in our pots and pans. Yeah. yeah. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Lorna was on to us. My daughter, uh, who is nearly seven, got a Tamagotchi a couple of months ago. And let's just say it has accidentally, on purpose, gone missing. <laughs> like that, during the night, lying there to this mad wailing noise like that it needs to be fed or changed or whatever and I just went oh no I'm not having any of this she wasn't bothered with it she liked it for a whole five minutes and that was the end of that <laughs> but no I think it might just uh, go off on its travels go wandering eventually Dave you're not going to be able to put up with that no certainly not going to put up with it if it keeps going in the middle of the night uh, someone else no name attached to this voice no but they sent this in my son is now 33 but he was about seven and he got this great Tamagotchi in England and um he was home and it was the best thing because, you know, not many people had him over here. But it beeped and he says, um, ma'am, this is hungry. Will I give it an apple? My mother turned around and says, how would you fit an apple into that? And Nicola Tallis says, anyone have an issue with a Furby? Ours went evil. Deep, scary voice. Wasn't sure if the battery was going over and playing with it enough. It freaked us all out. The kids were crying. He ended up in a box wrapped in a towel in the back of a wardrobe. Well, Dave, your Tamagotchi is a frog. And yeah. we know the frogs love water. So yes. maybe yours should go, go into the sea. Into the sea. <laughs> this is Today FM. My little girl, Layla, has a... She's mad into Hey Gabby. Gabby Dollhouse, so... She has this headband and she, she's claiming it all day or she'll wear it, she'll try and wear it to bed or whatever. So you sneak in the room and you take it off her head and <laughs> you kind of put it in the playroom then and just right beside her bedroom. <laughs> it just goes, <laughs> every like three minutes. <laughs> it took us about four days to realise what was making the noise. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Eric sounds, he sounds sleep deprived and understandably so and uh, Fiona's been on to us so I woke one night um, but the, there was a sound in the corner of the bedroom and when I looked over it was a just like a paper gift bag do you know those gift bags that have like a roll handle and it was kind of toppling over so I was like oh that's what it is it's just the scuffle of the paper against the wall or whatever <laughs> and um, you know thought not enough I went back to sleep then heard the bag kind of moving again it's like, all right, okay, it's not just toppling over. So um, freaking out, kind of, like, is there a mouse inside it or something? Um, I would have accepted a mouse. When I looked inside it, it was actually a gigantic mutant spider. <gasps> like, he was massive. So didn't even 
think twice, picked up the bag, opened the bedroom window, bag and everything got thrown out the window. <laughs> so to try to attempt to rescue the spider, bag and everything got thrown out. Bye-bye, spider. How big is a spider that it can start knocking over a paper bag? I know. I saw Maria absolutely shudder as soon as the word spider was mentioned there, Maria. Not, <laughs> mutant spider. not your favourites. Although this might be my favourite story about a wake up in the middle of the night. Someone says, lads, I was working in the Netherlands in a big rented house. You could hear a pin drop all over the wooden floors and wooden blinds. I was grappling with the new Chromecast technology at the time while borrowing the neighbour's Wi-Fi. I was watching Saving Private Ryan, but it kept stopping and buffering. So I gave up, went to bed. Around 3 o'clock in the morning, it decided to play the biggest fight scene at full volume. <laughs> the biggest fight I ever got. It was running around the bedroom holding my duvet as if it was going to stop the big German machine gun that was shooting at me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, fought in the war. I was in the duvet brigade. <laughs> awesome action. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Today FM's. I'm with Pink. I'm with Pink. All this week. Big one. Sorry, Dave. It's quite all right. Just doing the radio thing. No problem. We should look at each other every now and again and see when we want to talk. <laughs> we know by our breaths. It's this Perspex uh, blacked out screen we have between us. We discussed the other day. We can't look yeah. at each other. We got it out of one of those 1980s uh, American limos. <laughs> yeah. And Maria puts it up and down. It just goes... <laughs> yeah. dramatically goes up. As I was going to say, as part of Today FM's Summer of Music You Love... You and a friend could be off to see Pink in Hyde Park in London. Short class. Like she's performing. She's not just going to be sitting there with some pals <laughs> drinking Buckfast. That would also be cool. Uh, yeah, her live shows are literally a maze. <laughs> uh, you get flights, you get transfers, you get accommodation, and you get the tickets to go and see her in Hyde Park and bring your bestie. It's going to be the absolute crack. And all you got to do to win this prize is work out who the celebrities are that are hanging out with Pink. And Sinead Brennan wants to do that. She's from Gory. Hi, Sinead. Hi, guys. How are you? Sure, very well altogether. How are you? Good. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, enjoying the good weather. Would you fancy hanging out with Pink for the evening in Hyde Park in London? I definitely most would, yeah. I I hear her shows. I've never experienced seeing her live now, but I've heard her shows. They're just amazing. Yeah, she's meant to be one of those bucket list performers that you got to go and see while you can. And who would you bring with you if you managed to win, Sinead? I don't know that would be a tough one now because mm. I don't know if my partner would be really into it but I know my cousin was dying to get tickets to go so okay, I'd right. probably have to bring her maybe, right, maybe, maybe. so yeah. well, you got to win it first so we're playing you these five yeah. celebrities right this is pink welcome to my tour bus it was a little rough initially what do we do I did it it's exhausting it hasn't hit me okay so they're the five celebrities we know four of them we want you to give us the five in the correct order yeah so we know that Larry Mullen is in there, Adele is in there, Killian Murphy, Kieran Culkin. But we're looking for the other one, the so fifth voice. In the correct order, please, can you give us the five celebrities who are with Pink? Okay, I have Larry Mullen Jr., Amy Schumer, Killian Murphy, Adele, and Kieran Culkin. Sorry, just repeat that one more time there again. Just double check, trouble and triple check, and just Stokes, Kennedy, Crowley, just making sure everything's above board. Go one more time. Larry Mullen Jr., Amy Schumer, Killian Murphy, Adele, and Kieran Culkin. Sinead Brennan and Gory. God, I know when you do this. We have to. And now, as if we would. We have double and triple checked <laughs> your guesses for the five celebrities. 
or with Pink in order for you to be with Pink, of course. And you think the newest voice, the one we hadn't got, is Amy Schumer? And you also I think, think so. she's go on. Trolled through interviews. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I did. I swear, I did. Yeah. And that second voice, though, you're putting her in number two. Yeah. Well, we can tell you that the other names you've guessed are in the right order, and they are correct. That was impressive. I mean, you did have all of them in exactly the correct order. It is Killian in the in the middle and, and Kieran Culkin at the end. But the question is hovering over Amy Schumer in second place. Sinead. 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 Yes, Dave. Ring your cousin because you're going to hide Well done. Your homework paid off. Uh, the other voice was Amy Schumer. So we had Larry Mullen, Amy Schumer, Killian Murphy, Adele, Kieran Culkin. They're all the right names in the right order. You're oh going to God. London. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Flights, oh tickets, God. transfers, accommodation, all included. You'll have an absolute ball. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, guys. That is just amazing. You are oh more God. than welcome, Sinead, Brennan and Gory. Oh. Congratulations. Give your cousin the buzz. You're going to London. Fair so play much. to you. Thanks a Last night, I was trying to do something. I can't even remember what it was. But I knew that my phone was buzzing. And I was like, what is going on? You know when you're like, you hear, mm, mm, and you're like, oh, I'll check that later. And then you hear, mm, 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 mm. And you're like, okay, this, this is something blowing up. I see the show WhatsApp group. It's a light with messages and excitement. And oh my God, really? And Sean is using the word best life mm-hmm. about 50 times. Yes, because. Today this could be the greatest day. Just around the corner from Today FM. It wasn't there the day before, but as I strolled towards the car park, I saw the most magical of visions in what used to be a rundown vape shop was now a spar! Yes! Yes, this is it. This is why Dave was so excited. There was a new small spar. Somewhere near our office. Yeah, but here's the thing. The new small spar gives us what we need. A word that is overlooked in the quality of life and the way you can live your best life. The word is options. But there are no options. It's the same as every other spar. Like the the pictures he was putting in, he he literally took a photo of the spar. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, the vape shop is still there. It's next door. So he put in a picture (laughs) of a spar, like Ireland's literally most common shop next to a vape shop. And I, and like literally hashtag best life. Yeah. And I was going, lads, is this where we are now in our lives? Is is this what we're punching the air for? Was the WhatsApp group a light, as you described it, with people punching the air and high-fiving and using hashtag best life? Yes. And because- also, not only the WhatsApp group, the office here. Yes, everyone's talking about Everyone, it. All of the radio stations that we work with, every, every single person in every station 
except Dermot, but is so excited. They're going to have the same thing. No, hang, just hang on a second. Every other deli counter. Okay. It's always the processed ham, the fake chicken, the this, that, and the other. You're missing the point. Okay, and I realise people listening now will know that we work right in smack bang in the middle of Dublin city centre, yeah. and they'll be shouting at the radio, going, "Lads, you have every option there is." And yeah. I, he- I hear you, right? But when you want to grab lunch, like real quick, you need to have things nearby. So nearby we have a cost cutter, which I'm a loyalty customer. Like I walk in I'm there, they know me by name. Love the cost cutter. Everything's dusty. Don't like. No, it. they have they have steel steps. <laughs> yeah, going which are the, always kind of wet, even if it's really sunny. <laughs> no, I, I'm a big fan. Right, I hate that place. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's on the right. On the left, you've got to walk all the way down past the whole Stevens Green. To get to a Circle K at the top of Grafton Street. There's your other, there your two standards, as Dermot calls them. Sh- yeah, that Business. one's really busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're queuing for hours there. How does everyone feel about a petrol station shop being a normal shop? That was a big adaptation when they started doing Hated. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it used to be Terrifying. a Londis, I think. Used to be a Londis. Yeah. yeah, and not much has changed. Just rebranded as a Circle K. The point is, though, look, really beside <laughs> us, we have prepackaged sandwiches in a, in a local newsagent's. Or you have the cost cutter where you've got a deli. But fine, it's Sam- like standard deli. But it's the only option. There's no other there's option. There's- Literally, there's a Duns. There's two Dunses within two minutes. And they have, they have, like, you can have everything from sushi to pasta to, like. Oh, and their salad counter. They have everything. It's not just no. an ordinary salad. It's a phenomenal one. Okay, I hear you, right? Yeah. And also, there are restaurants you know, you can go around the corner and there's a lovely, like, Asian bao place that does those little dumplings or whatever. Oh, I, don't you? You've often gone to the Italian place for a three-course meal for your lunch. Isn't there oh, Italian place that, there's an the Italian corner, place yeah. down there, yeah. There's also noodle shops. Like, I, I, I get it, right? But there's something about a deli offering you southern fried, spicy, or plain chicken. But my point is, they all do that. But there's not you're, enough of them around. You're, you're there's not going to You're not going to walk into the deli <laughs> in the spa and suddenly they're like, frog's legs, sir. Uh, escargot. Uh, but you know I don't yeah, want that. You escargot and a brown roll, please. <laughs> you know I don't want that. I want the same options, but I want them in a different place with slightly different flavoured chicken. <laughs> Okay, so you're, gonna get, you're gonna get the same thing. No, literally, you're walking into the same shop, which different branding. Yes, but you know what? I I actually get Dave's excitement because everybody has a favorite shop for whatever reason. Totally, they might do a, a particular sauce that you can't get in any of the other shops. Do you remember we used to work around the corner in our last place uh, from a big Eurospar? Oh God, and if they brought a Eurospar into that town. was yeah, that was unreal and a fresh. That used to actually serve frog's legs. Yeah. Oh my god, it I was did! So grossed out, I had to leave with no lunch one day. When Sorry. I thought, Let's relive that memory for a second. We walked into Fresh one day. Yeah. And they had actual frog's legs for we people did. to try. Was like, take one. But I, in fairness to them, they were very ambitious when they opened up, and it was like, yeah. we are going to reinvent. It was like they were doing it for me. Yes. And then and there was a million builders working around the corner, and bit by bit, they realized. No, we cannot do the frog's legs. We need to go to the ham, cheese, Actually, chicken. They start. They 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 had me in their sights, they and they ended up with, with you. With me. That, that's yeah. the place where the fella went in one day, and he went, "Can I have a baguette, please?" And she went, "Yeah, do you want butter or mayo?" And no butter, no mayo. I want hash brown. And what else? 
That's it. And he no walked sauce. out. No sauce. Bottle of LucasAid. Off he went to his <laughs> office. He was obviously Jeez, you'd need 10 bottles of LucasAid with that. You know it's what? so dry. There, there is, like, there are reasons that you love. Like, my favourite shop, I think, at the minute is a Centra in Johnstown Bridge as I drive home. Because they always have, you know, even, like, around Easter and everything, they have the Easter eggs that, oh, I've never seen that in any yeah. other shop. So, like, I love to go in to see what they have. It's so exciting. And then I come out and I'm like, look at these sweets. I've never seen them before. <laughs> and they're amazing. Okay, you know, I, I get where you're coming from in terms of, uh, if you take the food out of it, because I do think all those deli counters sell the same stuff. Yeah. But there are, there are other things at play here. Like, I stopped at the petrol station on the Hoth Road there. And it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had because she made it slowly and with um, with care. Which one was this? Which, and which they didn't overstuff it. They didn't slather it in mayonnaise. I didn't want. She just took her time and made a sandwich that your like your mother would make. Wow! And I said thank you. You made that with love. She looked at me like I was a creep. Uh, so then I just walked away. But but the sandwich is amazing. The one with the space car wash. Oh, space car wash. It's the greatest. I near hell, Mahini. I even rang you from Terman Barry. He did. He rang to me say, to tell Dave, me. I'm in our petrol station. It's our favorite one. So listen, this is what I'm so excited about. I think this little small next door to the lingerie shop and the vape shop, Spar, has the potential to be my new favorite thing except for one terrible moment that I noticed yesterday. It wasn't my best life, and it wasn't the greatest day. There's no deli in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that noise was, but it's what I want to hear for the rest of my life. After all of this, yeah. after all the WhatsApps, yeah. after yeah. the photos yeah. from the exterior yeah. of the store, mm. there's no deli counter in it. No. What's in there? So why are you so excited? Well, I was excited before I walked in. I, I put that in at the end when I was no longer living my hashtag best life. What's because, in there? So it's like a standard spar. They have a fridge as you walk in on the left with like pre-made up sandwiches and salads and all that kind of stuff. That wouldn't really be for me. I want to make my own decisions. I don't want mayonnaise <laughs> in my food. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Uh, who, who makes the uh, all sandwiches will have mayonnaise I don't know decision. I, I, I cannot who decides that yeah, it's, it's a great idea it, no it's not really surely again options choice I want to have put a sachet in there thank you yeah good suggestion I don't want to make it myself well then have one that goes this is mayonnaise and this one doesn't <laughs> anyway then it has a drinks fridge and a coffee machine and pastries and then it had um a freezer, you know those open freezers, mm. like the rectangle flat ones? Mm. But they obviously weren't expecting that to be open or whatever. And they had six pizzas strewn across <laughs> the size of the thing that would have taken 600 pizzas. So look, I don't know. I'm still hashtag best life excited about this. It's not, hasn't got the deli I dreamed of, but not, not so good, fellas. <laughs> so, it sounds like. Do you have a favorite shop, deli? Is there a re- what's the reason? Why do you love it? What's it got that nowhere else has? What is it? Is it just vibes? Maybe yeah, it's just vibes. Maybe they sell that teddy bear salami. That, <laughs> that or minion me, meat frightens me. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know on 087 a small half-stocked shop opened up near this building and Dave has never been happier a even bo- though it's missing the one thing that he wanted it <laughs> yeah, to have actually, and that was a deli counter so true. apologies to the Take That fans who thought that we were announcing the Take That we're coming but <laughs> no it's not that uh, so a lot of people are suggesting I should take my own lunch to work what? 
That has never happened once in 20 years. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Oh, when it did, when you were on your GI diet all those years ago, no. you brought That's, your own food. Yeah, but it, it was made by someone else. Oh, yeah, you got, of course. It was you get Dave. those meals. You got somebody oh, to send them the yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's free. Right. Uh, lots of voice notes <laughs> in on 087 102. Vinny was on to us. Grab lunch quick, Dave. Sure, you're. Day is over at 12 o'clock. Your man is later after that. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can drive Fact. home and cook your lunch. On occasion, Vinny, I may have something at, at half past one and I'd have a window in between the two times. We always know. Okay, you, I'll ask you, Maria. Yeah. How do you know that Dave has something uh, worky to do after this work? Because he wears jeans. Exactly. <laughs> Long pants. He if wore jeans wearing, yesterday. If he's wearing long pants, you know he's got a serious job to do. <laughs> about, about three weeks ago, I wore pants for that exact reason. And, and, then, I, and I walked through the office, and Pamela Joyce always like shouts something at me, and she went, literally saw me in jeans, went, where are you going? To an effing wedding. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had jeans on. And also, how do you know he's got a photo shoot? Oh. He wears Brezzy's clothes. There you go, Edward! <laughs> That's so He's, not he's got Brezzy's cast Here, offs how, which he saves you, for special occasions. Since, since we're playing this game, about. how do you know when Dave is annoyed at a suggestion? His nostrils flare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I just wanted to talk about Spardellis and I'm being roundly attacked for, for my other life choices. We haven't got time for more. Short trousers and long trousers. <laughs> Literally like Dave was born in like 1930. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in an episode of Just William. <laughs> Anyone remembers that? Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. We're just living our absolute best life because uh, yesterday I was so excited when walking through the city centre, I noticed that there was an incredible new addition to life uh, around where we work and it was the addition of a new spar. Yes, I know. Some people aren't very excited about this, like Dermot Whedon, but it was absolutely amazing to have a new spar, Dermot. You don't understand what this means to people like us. It Do you was... not feel that maybe sometimes our country is just turning into an amalgamation of spars, donut shops, and coffee shops? And uh, this is all we have I now. Lo- I love all of the things you just said there, so I'm not altogether sure what the issue is. Uh, yeah, so we got lots of voice notes in. Marie was on to us. Lads, get yourselves to Tierney's Shop in Ennis. They have the nicest bread. They've won awards for their scones, didn't you know? And they do sausage rolls with black pudding in them. A taste sensation. Nice. You see, I like that kind of thing. Different stuff. Crusty bread, black pudding, thingamajigs. I'm <laughs> totally into that. Carlos is on to us. Lads, it's Defo Rowans in Ratfarnham Village. Best deli on the south side. They do hot and cold food, stews, curries, a salad mix to die for, and it's all homemade too. Nom uh, nom. I've just realised... These are all voice notes being sent in by the proproprietors of these shops. Are going? <laughs> yeah. You have to get yourself down to the homemade luxury. Yeah, incredible provide. value in toiletries at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we also have Karen. Lads, there's a Centra in Nina, and it has everything: pre-packed dinners, shelves of pre-packed dinners, the biggest salad bar with all the salads for Maria, um, the biggest. Uh, deli counter it's like walking into a deli wonderland it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic yes Karen that's all, that's all I'm looking for Fiona's on as well good morning Darren and Dave I go to my local centre in Roundwood for a jambon I wouldn't get a jambon anywhere else and Linda especially when she's on the deli counter makes the nicest jambons they're so fluffy and just cook perfectly 
would not even entertain Brian Manuel. There you go. Fluffy jam to a fluffy jamba. That's our hashtag for the day. And, and this message from Alan puts everything into perspective because we were saying that we're aware that because we work in the middle of Dublin city centre, you know, getting excited about one more option seems a little bit, you know, like we've got everything already, you know what I mean? But Alan's been on to us. Ah, lads, do you have a bit of a little walkie to your closest convenience store? <laughs> that is shocking. I literally work in the middle of a bog in Longford. The closest thing to fresh food that I have is a pheasant that I have to catch. <laughs> this is Today FM. James is on to us about Delhi. He's got a complaint about deli workers. Lads, the worst thing about getting sandwiches when they put the sauce on top drizzle it all over and then wrap it up in the paper and when you open it sauce all over the paper but surely sauce goes on first like it's very rare a deli worker will ask you what no. sauce he wants at the end oh a lot of them do no yeah they might ask you do you want an extra squirt of sauce but the first thing out of their mouth is always butter or mayo and then you I go no thanks I'll have a combination of chipotle and sriracha or whatever you know what I mean like they squash it up it's like they're like the mob putting rolling a, de- a body up in a carpet <laughs> They're like squashing it. Like, I'm, you're like, I'm I have to eat this, this in a minute. Like, do, you want me to, do you want to put it under the wheel of my car? We'll reverse over it, make it a bit flatter. <laughs> and we're talking about in a few minutes' time uh, to a musician who has played Slain three times. We think this is a big claim, but Richie's like, lads, calm down. Listen, lads, all this talk about Slain. I play in Slain every year, every year with the full band from Drawler. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.